0: Sports Podcast. I said welcome, to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. i Andy Ruther Welcome to Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co host from Los Angeles, California, Joey. No chill, Good morning, Andy. Morning.
2: Happy khaki Thursday.
1: Miller Light Gang.
2: What? what? Both got the khaki Miller Lights hoodies on. Shout out to our good friends at Miller Light for sending us these last year. Got up this morning, made some coffee. Threw on my Miller Lite hoodie, opened the Zoom meeting. Andy Ruther sitting there. We're we're on the same page today, Andy. We are. So it's going to be a good one.
1: This was unplanned for the record.
2: I've got a huge cup of coffee next to me.
1: When's the last time you went without... When's the last time you had a day where you woke up and didn't have coffee? Well, this is
2: my first this is a terrible time to ask that question because this is my first morning cup of coffee in basically a week. No, oh wow! sorry. Sorry. Yesterday coffee. When you're like, I love coffee. You know that, you know, I need my morning coffee fix, but when you're sick, I, at least when I'm sick, I never want dairy. I never want. And then I never want coffee for some reason. Like I've gotten, I've always had, I've always taken milk or cream in my coffee. I've gotten more and more to be drinking it black occasionally, um, but coffee is not something I I want in the morning when I get up and I'm not feeling well. So I'll do tea. Um, and so during my week of COVID, um, yesterday was the first day I actually got coffee in the morning. I was out yesterday morning and when got got a cup of coffee um, because yesterday I tested negative for the first time in a week.
1: You, you sound a lot better. You even sound better yeah. than when we spoke on the phone yesterday. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So, feeling better. Weird. Uh, you know, I've heard, I've talked to a lot of people. A lot of people have said that this was a big symptom for them, but I really didn't have a lot of um a lot of like flu-like symptoms. Just crazy body soreness. Um uh, my back still super sore, the back of my knees super sore. Like that was the thing that triggered me into thinking I had COVID in the first place cuz I was driving to a show last week. And was like, why does it feel like I just worked out, l- like I did CrossFit for the first time in five years, and my whole body hurts? And then I was like, shit, Texas COVID. Um, that's how I realized I had COVID. So I'm still very sore. But today, yesterday, um, was the first day I've had coffee in a week, and today is the first day I've made I've made coffee at home in, you know, nine days now or whatever. But normally, Andy. Yeah. Coffee every day. It's, there. it's, it it's, it's a double, uh, it's got, you know, it's got, uh, it's, it's a every morning th- thing. It's, a, um, gives me a boost of caffeine. It's part of my daily routine. Also, as my cup says, you know, coffee makes me poop. It's a good way to start the day. Get that, get that first one out,
1: to get, a little,
2: get a little lighter.
1: Yeah. Your coffee is like my. Uh... Andy Ruther, fuck boy scramble. Yeah. Which takes a lot of time to make. I'm, I'm realizing now that I live with somebody like, like the scramble is like a 30 minute process at least. Yeah. Like it's a whole thing starting to maybe reevaluate. Like I love it, but do we, do we really need to do a 30 to 45 minute breakfast every day? <laughs> I kind of love it though. When you you come in town for that Bills game, I've been messing around with it, trying some new things like the Geta, mixing the Geta and the the Cincinnati German food getta. I don't know what that is. I think we've talked about it. I don't really know know what it is either. I think it's like a mixture of... Is it meat? Yeah, but it's like a mixture of meat and... Geta is made with meat, oats, broth, spices, often onions and occasionally other vegetables. It's it's a meat and grain sausage or mush of German it was very popular. I mean literally I'm looking at Wikipedia. Geta is a meat and grain sausage or mush of German inspiration that is popular in Metro Cincinnati. It is primarily composed of What is
2: it Andy explain to me what what is with Cincinnati and like thinking that they like it's the worst. Cincinnati as an entire city Is like a drunk frat boy when it comes, they're they're like, This is what we do. And everybody else is like, Why? (laughs) You know, shout out to our friends at Gold Star. But like, it's like they came home from a frat party and they're like, No, I know. We have that leftover spaghetti from dinner. We got these cans of chili and they're like, Bing. So the light bulb went off.
1: Yeah. So I'm on the Wikipedia page. So. It is primarily composed of ground meat, pork or sausage, and or beef, pinhead oats, and spices. It was originally a dish meant to stretch out servings of meat over several meals to conserve money, and a similar dish to scrapple and liver mush. Ugh, I know all, what scrapple is. I know what scrapple is. Also developed by German immigrants. Yeah, but I, but here's the thing. It, it, it's leg, like I know it might not sound the best, and everybody's probably hearing this and saying, "Ooh, disgusting." it's actually good like you can have a geta sandwich or or if you had like an egg sandwich so here here here's something i'll do instead of doing like bacon with like bacon cheese for an egg sandwich i might replace that with like a geta patty
2: mm-hmm. which, i which, when i when i was in college at lehigh i think it was in my junior or senior year they opened uh tiger woods favorite restaurant perkins very close to my off campus apartment And I started to go to Perkins for breakfast occasionally, and I would always do, you know, either an egg sandwich or like an egg, egg plate, you know, and I remember the first time I went in, the lady was like, what kind of meat you want with that? And I was like, oh. You know, I'll do sausage or bacon or whatever. She's like, most people do a scrapple. And I was like, most people here in fucking off the I 78 in Pennsylvania are goddamn monsters. I was like, I, I I literally turned into a fucking the the guy from Captain Phillips. I was like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Don't ever offer me that again.
1: You know, that's what's crazy about like this country is there's so many. Like, like there's so many different types of food within regions or even cities, right? Like, if you go to the UK, they're known for their food, which is terrible, by the way. If you go to Italy, there are certain items you know what you're going to get or name a country. Like, America's crazy like that. I'm naming a thing that's big for a city.
2: You know what's great about New York is when you're in New York, the culinary – like everything that you could want restaurant wise is there there's like you know and there's full parts of town devoted to different you know cultures but the one thing we com- we pretend doesn't exist is like mid-american trash <laughs> they're like no we will not be serving you scrapple getta or chili on spaghetti i'm
1: telling you they're like know.
2: but there is a whole there is a whole section if you want ethiopian food
1: i i would almost argue the food in America could be our greatest, one of our greatest like things. Like, oh, because yeah. because you have so many different people from different backgrounds that, that have come here. I'm big on like the fusion, right? When they combine from different ethnic backgrounds, like yeah. the food. Getting hungry just thinking about it, man. I went to Costco last night, picked up, tr- tested their uh, their ribs for dinner last night.
3: Eh.
1: Costco ribs. Yeah.
2: I got to say, you know, as far as doing ribs, like at home, and I know there's people, there's going to be people out there who do the, like the, ah, I put them in my smoker for 58 hours. And it's like, listen, no one appreciates a good barbecue rib like me. But if you're going to, if you're trying to go like ribs in a, ribs in a minute or easy ribs, those Lloyd's ribs they sell at fucking supermarkets. Those things are good. You throw them in some tin foil, you throw them in the oven yeah. for however long. I, I've always been a fan of those.
1: Maybe I'll take you. So the big rib place here is Montgomery Inn. That's the place Eddie is, Eddie if yeah. like loves. Yeah. And in fact, I think I still have a bunch of gift cards. Let's go to there. So well, we'll
2: be, I'll be there, Andy. The, I'll, I arrived the 1st of January. I will start the new year with some Montgomery Inn ribs. My first oh. Montgomery Inn experience will be how I kick off 2023. Although
1: we might not be able to, I don't think they're open on Mondays. So well, luck,
2: luck, luckily I get there on a Sunday.
1: True. Off the, off the look, the, the location on the river is really cool. It's all, they got all the sports memorabilia and it was like a real famous architect. Yeah, it's happening. So the deadline for the Bills Bengals Gold Star giveaway, I believe, is December nineteenth. So get those videos in. The latest update was the diss tracks, which I hosted on Reddit. We listened to last episode. Joe and I's ears have finally recovered. <laughs> we saw a few doctors, a few specialists. We've recovered. Again, guys, the front runners—it's—it's not even close. The front runners, we're just going to be honest, are Matthew and Jedediah.
2: I got. Can I say something? And I don't. I'm. This is no shade toward those two guys. Um, I just like you know I like it when um when these things get bubbling. I gotta say, I am a little disappointed in Bill's Mafia. I was
1: thinking that the other day.
2: Bill's mafia, we'll throw each other through tables. We're throwing dildos on the field. We're fucking lighting each other on fire. And we're like, you want to go see them play on Monday night football against the defending AFC champ? And Bill's
1: fans are like, nah, we're good. <laughs> and and again, like it's it's like a seven-hour drive. I mean, I'm not saying that's close, but it's not like the worst.
2: I, I hate to call out the members of the dirtball fam that are Bill's mafia. But I know one person who shall not be named that if he weren't currently sucking the American government's dick and balls um, in whatever shitty naval town he's in or wherever, um, he'd be on. He'd be on the distracts. He'd be putting videos out there.
1: Well, he did here. I mean, he showed up to my parents' house, so for sure he would. I I did think that the other day as well. I thought Bengals Bills, this game could be a dis. I mean, it could straight up be deciding a number one seed. I, I texted you and Randy Ruther the other day. I looked at tickets. The worst tickets at Paycor Stadium for that game on StubHub, like the shittiest seats, top row right corner, were about two hundred twenty bucks each. So. This is gonna be a hot game, Monday Night Football. I agree. Just get those videos in, guys. You have eleven days. We're gonna decide on the Monday, December nineteenth episode. We will announce that winner. So, I don't know. Maybe it's because only one can go. Is that is that the Bills Mafia thing? Is that the problem with our I don't crew know. up there?
2: I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You would think. You would think even that. Like my strategy, if I was. Thinking about going, if I was like in the con, I'd be like, well, whatever. These tickets are super expensive. Why don't we just win one free one and split a second one or something like that? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I know. So everybody get those, get those video submissions in, you know, where to find us on Twitter, Instagram at the dirty sports or either of our personals. All right. So lots happening in the baseball world. Right. The Padres just keep shelling out money. Like they're really trying to build something here.
2: I so I've been on the Padres for you know, going back essentially to the beginning of the Dirty Slides podcast. Andy Lazarus and I are single have single handedly re rebuilt the Padres franchise. We called for them to go back to the Brown. They did. Playoff team, signing people. You know, they got Machado, they trade for Soto, they get all these guys like we've single handedly done that. And I came to, you know, I had a little distaste for them in October with the Mets losing to them. But even after that, it was I had a week with a bad taste in my mouth. And then I was like, you know what? I hope the Padres do it. And I got to say, this is exactly what I was complaining about the Mets not doing last episode that I completely and totally approve of this strategy. And I tweeted about it last night there. I I went through it essentially half of the league, half of major league baseball, give or take a team or two, but half of the league have not won a world series this millennium. Like, you know there's i think there's 14 or 15 teams different teams that have won in the in the last 22 years if you are one of the teams that has not won since we found out since we had you know access to the internet since the y2k bug you have to approach it as listen let's get a world series and then we will figure out how to be competitive long term this is something that I complained about the Mets last episode. I said, you can be George Steinbrenner or you can be Billy Bean, but you cannot be both. You cannot fence it. It's impossible to strategize for how to be successful long term and how to attack, attack a championship. The If you're the Houston Astros, you let Justin Verlander go, that's fine. You let Correa go. That's fine. You you have multiple World Series in the last few years. You keep reloading with this crazy farm system. You did it with the small budget. You've you you have a game plan. But the Astros have been good and competitive and World Series contending for the last seven eight years. We're now looking at teams like my team that. We haven't won a World Series in thirty-five years, thirty-seven years. You need to try to win a single World Series, and the Padres are doing that. There, there was this. Um, well, they, well,
1: they also, on top of well, obviously they just signed. So they signed Bogarts for two hundred eighty million, but the report was that they offered Aaron Judge $400 million in 10 years.
2: Right, right. They're trying. They've, they traded for Soto at the deadline. They gave Machado a big deal. They gave Tatis a big deal. They gave Bogertz a big deal. They tried to give Judge a big deal. They went and they traded for pitching. They went and they traded at, at the deadline last year. Their strategy is, who gives a fuck if Xander isn't good in the eighth year of his 11-year deal? Which is precisely what I was talking about last episode. Five years is too long for Jacob deGrom. Who gives a fuck about what happens in year four and five? You just signed Verlander to two with a possible three. Why wouldn't you do that for the number one free agent? Well, I love that the Mets have a new owner. I love when teams, you know, say we're committed to turning around a franchise. But you have to start with one. You have to start with one. And the Padres, their goal is to win a single World Series. It's so very clear. Will Soto get re-signed? How do you sign all of these guys? You know, uh, Tatis has an opt-out at some point. What if he opts out? They don't give a shit because they're signing 11-year deals with a three-year plan. Because who gives a shit if you get if if 11 years from now, they've had five consecutive losing seasons, but they have two World Series in the six years before that. No one gives a fuck. You don't hear a lot of Royals fans complaining on the Internet these days. They had a fucking plan. They won a World Series. Now they're having they're figuring out their next fucking plan. The Marlins, we've seen how many times did the Marlins do this? They, they went all in, they got a World Series, they fucking sell all the guys, they figure it out, they rebuild, they do it again. You cannot strategize to be good long-term and to be good short-term unless you have so much success that you are the Astros and you go, we never mortgaged a farm system, we never did whatever. You have to start somewhere and it starts with one. And the Padres, in my opinion, all the people that are mocking the length and the cost of that deal, you don't get it. There's no salary cap in baseball. They don't give a shit.
1: They're going for one. Well, that's the, that should be the goal for every sport, regardless of baseball or any other. Like, like that should be – and we have a call, and I'll play it later when we talk NFL. There's a call about what's happening right now at the Rams. How like did they mortgage too much for a Super Bowl? And and that's not even a question for me personally. That's all you want, right? You want that one ring. Like, like right. as a fan, I like, I don't know. Like,
2: but wh- even 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 with this the lack of success since Brady left the Patriots, the Patriots have fucking seven titles. So you don't need to go, well, we need to do this right now. It's like, okay. You build something. Now we step back. We go, we we figure out how to build it again. Right? Even my Giants, you know, as a Giants fan, I'm not let's a, a single Super Bowl is all we care about. Go get go get a Super Bowl. If you're the Minnesota Vikings, your decisions should be based on winning one Super Bowl and then figuring it the fuck out. If you yeah. disband after, who gives a shit? Win a single Super Bowl fucking super bowl if well, it's, you're the jets exactly. win a single fucking super bowl
1: no for sure and, and that's how i feel that like that's how it should be in any sport like i i would take winning a title for my team and then s- kind of sucking for the next 10 years because that that title would be pretty sweet now now it does reach a certain point where you're like okay we got to win another title. We can't win a title once every 30 years.
2: Right. For sure. But, um, but, and I'm not even talking about the teams who have a title versus teams that don't, obviously the jets have a title at one point, you know, but like 10 years, 15 years. If you, if you don't have a title in the last 15 years, essentially, if you're looking at people who are middle-aged, if you're looking at people who are 38 who don't have a title since they were before they were teenagers, you need to look at it as we essentially don't have a title. Well, that's and me t- Two two decades, two decades. And then it's like, you don't have one. The reds yeah. essentially like for all intents and purposes, the Mets for all intents and purposes ha- don't have a title. Yeah. You know? How old is someone that, can literally remember being in the seats well and that's the thing
1: 50 i can remember that was like the difference for me talking to my dad right because the reds won in 75 and 76 and then 90 so like that was cool for me as a child to hear him talk about going to world series games then because like you know 14 15 years like it still was fresh in his memory of like hey i was a young man who had a child and i you know i would go to world series games and then it wasn't that long after that but you're right like it it sucks it sucks when you have droughts that are that go this long i was a little surprised when i saw the padres news on aaron judge like good for him he took less money now it was 40 million a year but like Usually, don't see guys turn down more money. You really don't. Yeah. Yeah. And I know know someone will say, dude, what's the difference between 360 million and 400 million? That's still a lot of money.
2: Yeah. But also, he's in New York. You know, New York, I know at this point, you can be a superstar anywhere in the world um, or anywhere, certainly in the country. Um, If you're the star of a team, they will promote you and they will whatever. But baseball, especially very bad at promoting their players. I mean, look at Mike Trout, you know, now San Diego is building something and San Diego is a fun team to root for. And, you know, a lot of people don't like the Dodgers and the, the Padres are sort of the, the anti Dodgers, you know, the, the people love to root for the giants and the Padres just because they're not the Dodgers, but there is a value with being in new york city especially in baseball
1: yeah well the 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 padres the brown has been brought back you and i are rocking like a khaki brown right yeah a little little similar color with miller light so uh, now i think would be a good time to remind everyone to celebrate these holidays with your friends and drink some miller light we're both rocking the miller light gear as we already said earlier right tis the season to get together with good friends and great drinks and that means tis miller time joe prano we talk about world series droughts i just mentioned 1975 one of the last three reds world series rings let me talk better there Well, since 1975, Miller Lite has been the beer with taste you can depend on. No games, no gimmicks, just great beer. And we're rocking some great Miller Lite gear. And I want to remind everybody to go visit the Miller Lite shop at shop.millerlite.com. They have some great holiday gear there.
2: Andy, I was just, I visit shop.millerlite.com every day. this This is separate from our sponsorship. I'm not required to. Um, I visit shop.millerlight.com every day because I'm constantly looking. They have, I saw it yesterday. They have a sweater polo. They have a polo shirt that is designed and feels like a holiday sweater. And I was like, I'm getting one of those. I'm getting one.
1: Yeah, they got great gear over there. So go check that out, guys. Miller Lite, great taste, 96 calories. Go to MillerLight.com forward slash dirty sports to find delivery options near you so you can give the gift of Miller Time this holiday season. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell beer. Tis Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces.
3: Yeah, these are, these are, these are some
1: of my go-to. These hoodies, yeah, it's a great, it's great hoodie, right? Yeah, especially for the winter. Although you don't, you don't really have that. But uh it's been chilly
2: here. It's been cold. It's nice to put on the Miller Light. I put on this Miller Light hoodie yesterday when I walked out for that first cup of coffee in a week.
1: This hoodie would go good on uh on Dion now that he's in Colorado. Oh, we we haven't talked about like, and I know we don't talk college football, but I want to talk about it for a minute because. I think it's really cool to see the development of Deion Sanders career. We all know I'm a huge Dion guy. Like I've yeah. been Dion. I, I miss him. I miss him on NFL network. 21st and prime. I used to love watching that after games on Sunday. I think he has great insight and I think he is just just a smart football guy. And I'd be lying. If I would say i I was surprised how well he did at Jackson state with zero coaching experience.
2: Well, but this is the, this is the college football equivalent of, of coach Cal at UK, right? Like this is a guy who, when you're in college. And I mean, I would almost go as, as far as to say, like you look at like an urban Meyer, look at what urban Meyer did when he was in the NFL, you know, look at Saban. In the NFL, there are guys who have tried to transition from college to the pros, and it doesn't go well because where they truly make their winning happen is in recruiting. And if you're Deion Sanders, recruiting is just so easy for you. And that's what Colorado, I'm sure, saw in making him an offer, which is like the actual strategery when it comes to coaching who gives a shit especially you know in, in that especially in colorado where it's like let's just let's just trot out these crazy good recruits i mean he's already got guys in the transfer portal ready to come um in college it's all about your talent level you could go up against a coach that's way better than you strategically and you might still win and that's what he's doing. And so it was kind of a no brainer to me for, for some school to throw a bunch of money at Dion to put themselves back on the map.
1: Well, I was hoping because his three choices he had university of Cincinnati is one because their coach just left for, for Wisconsin. And I was hoping that he would come here. Um, also, in my opinion, with is going to the Big Twelve, to me that's way more like that's more appealing than the minute you you USC and UCLA leave the Pac-12. Like it's what is it, right? Like as a conference, yeah. I I don't know. It's just it's it's obviously going to make it easier for a team like Colorado. Sure, take out you're
2: choosing between just literally the state of colorado being in boulder versus being in the university of cincinnati kind of also a no-brainer there
1: yeah but you know what i'm, I'm gonna say this and i don't know if this matters for these young kids do you think it matters and i think this, i think it's a legitimate question i'm gonna bring race into it for a minute do you think it matters if you're if you're going to like in like cincinnati is basically probably 50 50 black white like do you think it matters if you're a young black athlete and you're like, I'm going to do whitest city ever, Boulder.
3: Probably not. You don't think? No, nah, they're probably not. It's probably not part of their thought process.
1: You don't think? I I, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Like I don't know if it's if you want to be around like all white people, like and th- and you know what I'm saying, like that type of you, you know what I'm yeah. saying, like the the Boulder type like money let's let's call it what it is um th- I, I don't know and i don't know if it matters if, if yeah i mean but like-
2: it's also yeah you're looking at you're looking at coach prime you're looking at these these sponsorship deals now he's just gonna be he's just gonna be B- boulder's version of oprah he's like and you get a subaru route back and you get a subaru route back, you get a patagonia down jacket and you get a patagonia down jacket
1: I mean, they introduced him. I watched the. They introduced him as Coach Prime. Yeah. It's not even Deion Sanders.
2: I I think the the most interesting thing about this story, and I really, really, really dislike it, and I really dislike the people who are saying that it is okay, is the people who are shaming him for leaving uh, an HBCU as if he somehow abandoned the black
1: community. Like he's selling out.
2: Yeah. To me, this this reeks of this, this is such a horrible conversation to have. And I've seen a lot of people I respect have it because essentially what you're saying is uh, that a guy who had no coaching experience goes to Jackson state, puts it on the map and then gets an opportunity and you're essentially saying that a that a black guy literally has to limit his success sure it, to me this reeks of some sort of weird racism because like what was he sp- he's supposed to stay at Jackson state forever were yeah. they going to were they going to pay him 5 million dollars a year it like he did his job there
0: well, he if put anything, Jackson
2: State on the map, J- like you will, Jackson State will continue to be successful post prime because of him.
1: Yeah. And if anything, his success will create more opportunities for young black coaches that go to HBCU schools to then get that opportunity. You you would hope you you would think in theory,
2: right? Yeah. And this whole thing of he was using those kids and he used that school. It's like, yeah. So now you want him to not do it because why? Like, cause that's what everybody, that's what every coach ever does. Right. Urban Meyer used Bowling Green. Urban Meyer used Notre Dame. Urban Meyer used Florida. Urban Meyer used Ohio state to get to the NFL. Like John Calipari used UMass. Sure. You know what I mean? Like everybody
1: uses every school. And I don't know if it's true, but I did see a tweet that said Dion put a lot of his own money on the line in Jackson State.
2: Of course he did. That
1: he bought the new locker room. And the new tennis courts, which have nothing to do with his team, all these new designs, the players' lounge, all these fancy meals that he would post online, those were all on his dime. And he used a lot of personal funds throughout his tenure there. So, like the idea that he was using anybody, he put his money where his mouth was, so to speak.
2: And listen, I I used to work at the Princeton Review. You you can name colleges that like most people have never heard of there's a 50 50 chance. I will know where in the country that college is. I had no idea. Jackson state was an HBCU. I didn't either. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't either. Morehouse grambling Southern. I know. I know half a dozen of them.
1: Yeah. Me too. I didn't know
2: Jackson state fell on that. Deion Sanders put Jackson state on the map. Agreed. Straight up. Yeah. Straight up, put them on the map, and now you have. Now you're saying, "Well, we like our black men successful, but only to a point."
1: Well, I, yeah, I would argue that's actually that's racist. and, yeah. and it's 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 the argument that it, it's like the guy who grows up in a rough inner city area and becomes successful. And then he buys a house in the burbs. Listen, right. Uh, it's like, it's like, Shan- oh,
2: Shannon Ch- Sharp tweeted that four days ago or something like that. Oh, he did. Yeah. He tweeted like, are you still living in the neighborhood you grew up in?
1: Yeah. And, and by the way, that, that goes for anybody, regardless of race, right? If you grew up in a rough area or a poor area, wherever you're from, and then you become successful at your profession and you leave, are you a sellout? No, no. And-
2: And, and also I'm not saying that there's not um, that there wouldn't be some sort, like had he said, I'm never leaving, I'm staying here. I'm going to make Jackson state a national championship contender. Like that is my goal. Like I'm going to stay here as long as it takes. I will retire from coaching before I leave Jackson state. Sure. That's going above and beyond, but like, mocking him or criticizing him or throwing shade at him for leaving to me is
1: despicable. Yeah, it's not fair.
0: He used those
2: kids. What the fuck?
1: I don't even know what that means, it, Joe. Like, what does that mean?
2: But guess what? And and this is this is something I've talked about for a long time. If you're even, if you've even, if you even thought that or said it, then you should be on the Joe Preno side of the picket line that says abolish college sports as a whole it's all using everybody's the schools the school was using those kids this the school is using those kids in Colorado the every college athlete that plays college basketball or college football is being exploited and used to to split hairs and say well he's using that like shut the fuck up
1: yeah well there was another report about another coach a good buddy of ours the dirty sports podcast and it's been refuted that the reports were untrue there was rumors for a bit that old coach ed orgeron college football championship winning coach who then proceeded to go 500 after burrow left was going to go out to Las Vegas, which I thought would be an interesting fit at UNLV. Now, he himself has refuted those claims, saying UNLV never reached out to him. He's not a candidate, apparently, for the UNLV job. I did like the idea of Cajun Ed O coaching a team in Las Vegas. I wonder if we can get him on the line, if he could maybe clarify what happened or how he would feel about coaching in Sin City. I know Coach has been kind of under the radar, minus a few times where apparently he tries to pick up women at gas stations. So I wonder how he'd do in Las Vegas. Our-
0: hey, thank you for calling me this morning. To get me on the phone. We need to clarify <laughs> some things. We can talk. All you want about me joining UNLV, USC, UCLA, the, the, the Jackson State, Morehouse, Grambling. I, honestly, I'd like to join the HBCU. But UNLV, I got a phone. They ain't never called me. I'm over here. My phone. Andy, I got one of them fancy iPhones. It tell you who's calling. <laughs> you look at it, It, it said, if you don't even have their number, iPhone, it'll guess for you. It'll say, Maybe UNLV. <laughs> I didn't even get a I didn't even get a maybe UNLV. They didn't call me on the phone. I already coached a rebels. I I a coach of running rebels. I I thought about. It. I love Las Vegas. I always go. You know, you ever see that Wesley Snipe movie where they always say, always bet on black. Now me, I bet on red. You know why? Because I'm at uh well, I'm at a roulette table, I'm screaming. My face is red, my my ball sacks red. Bet on red, never dead. That's what I say. Tails never fails. Red <laughs> never dead. But they ain't called. I even talked to my, I was even talking to uh, my family. I said, y'all check your iPhone, see if you got a maybe UNLV in there. <laughs> your call log. By the way, what is a call log? A piece of lumber to, make, to trash your phone calls? I always look, I always see that. I think to myself, that'd be interesting. Can I see a history of my calls presented on some lumber? A <laughs> car log. We ain't getting no call from UNLV until we get a call. I ain't going nowhere. Jackson State, though, I'm available. I'm black inside.
1: Coach, oh, good, good to have you back on the show.
0: Well, that's great to be back on the show, and It's been too long.
1: Yeah, it's been a while, Coach. Well, I appreciate you calling in to clarify. Now a lot I mean, of
0: people saying Deion Sanders using those kids. How about Joe Burrow using me? A lot of people talking about he the best quarterback in the NFL. right? Not up and leaving, Coach O. I thought we was a package deal. You want to hire me? Hire me on the Bengals. So like I can say once again, suck my tiger dick,
1: <laughs> Coach Joe. Thanks for joining us.
0: I'll come down here, visit you in Cincinnati, Ooh, get some of them ribs you were talking about earlier in the show. Get some of them biscuit with the chili on it,
3: Joe.
0: You got close last year, but you ain't win. Don't forget who you who is your daddy when you winning. Zach, he ain't even got a K in his name.
3: <laughs> you missing a letter. You know what letter you missing? Oh, that's what you missing. Coach O, everyone.
0: You ever, you ever see that movie? Eddie, I love that movie. You ever see that office space movie? Yeah. He said, show me your old face. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you add you had Coach O to you your sideline in the NFL, Joe would be my son. Then you win a Super Bowl, then we we'll all see your old face. Oh, oh, we won the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. I'm from a place. I'm from a place where that there, there's three Ks all over all over town. So we got a K to spare, if you know what I mean, Zach. We come up there. I bring one of the Ks with us.
1: Know exactly what you mean, Coach. Well, thanks, Coach. I don't want to keep you too long. I know your phone's ringing off the hook.
0: It is, but uh, I don't recognize any of the numbers. They they just keep giving me a maybe this, maybe that. I'm just waiting for one that says maybe your next coaching job. Until then, I'll be hanging out by the nine to one octane hands come through.
1: You know about. <laughs> all right, all right. We got to end this. Coach O is out of control. Sometimes I hang by the
0: sometimes I hang by the diesel. You know
1: <laughs> what I mean? All right, Coach O, everybody. Coach O. Trying to get that
0: diesel. All right,
1: all right Coach O. Getting a Something little about Tiger diesel. All right, Coach O. Getting a little rambunctious. There's kids listening, Coach. Man, you know, it's been a while since Coach O joined the show and a little fired up today. He, you yeah. know, I feel like all that downtime. Getting extremely sexual at the end there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He needs a job. I mean, look,
1: here's the thing about Coach Joe. He makes points. You know, Burrow's not winning titles with Zach right now. I'm just saying. Right. That's right. You know, and, and you know what? Maybe Joe did use him because who welcomed him in the transfer portal when he was third string at Ohio State?
2: Yeah. Left. Left Ohio, goes and wins a chip that
3: has to go back to Ohio.
1: It's unbelievable. Good to hear from Coach O, though. Do you want to hop into some picks? Sure, let's do it. Trying to see if we have any other stuff before we hop into picks. Nothing I really care
2: about, right? Sure, I don't know. I, I, I didn't... I. Got to admit, I did not look at the rundown today.
1: I mean, I put on there that Brittany Griner is coming back, but to me, that's like, no, nah, I don't really care to talk about it. And what's there to say?
2: You know? Yeah. How does this change the upcoming Phoenix soul season? I mean, Honestly, I don't know where she plays. Does she play in Phoenix still?
1: I don't know. Are they the
2: soul? I think so. That'd be a fun
1: game to play.
2: I think you know, they're the you, you know, you know soul you know, like sons, right? You know when you were a kid and you had to
1: S-O-L, match? S-O-L soul. You had to match with lines? Yeah. Like in school? I think it'd be fun to see like a match. You'd have to match the WNBA team to their match. Phoenix,
2: Phoenix Mercury,
3: Andy. Oh. Gotcha.
2: I want to do it right now. I want to do it right now, Andy. They're they're not the soul because there's another team that is the sun, the blank sun. Who are they? Just sun? Yep, just sun. And it's
3: not Phoenix or the Mercury. Orlando. No. San Antonio. Connecticut.
1: Wait, Wait, so Connecticut? yeah i don't think of the sun or i think connecticut well it's because they play at mohegan sun arena <laughs> no
2: their nickname's not the sun it
3: is how about the dream do you know what city the dream
2: is seattle nope that's the atlanta dream
1: i'm over two let's do a few more yeah.
2: seattle's team not the dream they are the
3: I wouldn't know unless I had options. What are they? They're the Seattle
2: Storm. Okay. The wings. Do you know the wings? The wings? Yeah. i just making up names now. Nope. The wings.
3: San Antonio. Dallas. Close.
2: You know the Sparks.
3: LA, yeah. The Aces?
2: Do you know? Las the Aces? Vegas.
1: Las Vegas. Okay.
2: So you got two. The sky. Phoenix. Nope. We already did the Phoenix Mercury. <laughs> <laughs>
3: sky. Another guess
2: for this guy. Uh, Minnesota. Nope. Chicago. So we got the Las Vegas Aces, the Chicago Sky, Los Angeles Sparks, Seattle Storm, Dallas Wings, Connecticut Sun, Phoenix Mercury, the Mystics. You know the Mystics? I would have thought Connecticut. I thought I thought maybe we were doing like a Mystic Pizza sort of thing. The Mystics.
1: Is that Orlando?
2: No. Fun fact, Andy, there is no team in Orlando.
3: The Mystics. Tulsa.
2: Washington. I guess D.C.
3: maybe.
1: Does Tulsa have a team?
2: No. There are three. Sorry, there's only two teams because we also have the Atlanta Dream, which we covered. The Lynx.
1: That's Minnesota.
2: Correct.
3: And the Fever. There's a Fever? Yeah. Cleveland. Indiana.
1: And I know Liberty is New York.
2: Yeah. Oh, why aren't they on the list? Was that not all the teams? Is there not just nine teams? I think there's 12.
3: Yeah, that's weird that for some reason the list that it gave me only left off the New York Liberty. That's it. We've covered all the teams.
1: I would love to see the numbers. I really would. I'd love to see like the actual accounting numbers
3: on the WNBA. I don't know what's funnier to me the the. the, the I just want just- to say I'd also go to Aces. <laughs> I love Las Vegas. Can you imagine if you were in
1: Las Vegas visiting and somebody's like, hey, I got tickets for the Aces. Like of all the things you can do in Las Vegas. Somebody's like, hey, I got the Aces game. My favorite thing is when people defend it. And by the way, I don't care. Like if you like the WAB, cool. My favorite thing to do though is when people like defend it and you're like, why are you so angry? Yeah.
2: Do you think on average, on average, the cost of a buffet in Los Angeles is greater than or less than the average Aces ticket.
3: Uh, more in the LA.
2: in Vegas. Sorry. A buffet. Like, what do you think? Of, what do you think of your typical buffet? Well, it depends. You know, it depends. Obviously nicer
1: so casinos, there. but if average. you average them all, to get,
2: average 20 bucks.
1: Yeah. Average 20, 25 bucks. The average Aces tickets got to be less than that. A hundred percent, it is. Let's put it
3: in. La- average Las Vegas Aces ticket prices.
1: The cheapest tickets are usually thirty to forty dollars, and this is just oh, yeah. Seats around mid-court in the upper level. Yeah, tickets start as low as twenty dollars.
2: Yeah, but also if you pay like a VIP, like if you pay, if you get a two hundred dollar Aces ticket, I bet you can coach the team for the day.
0: Yeah, probably. I might even do it.
3: That'd be nice, right? So we are in
2: week fourteen. Is it week fourteen? Week fourteen. Wow, it is, it is week four. Five weeks of the NFL season
1: left. It's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. So with it being week 14, you've had 14 weeks to sign up at prize picks. This will be your 14th week dirt balls. You could actually sign up before that, but 14 weeks of the NFL season. So don't waste time. We got a Thursday night game tonight. Go on your little phone, your little iPhone like Coach O was talking about, and download the Prize Pick app and play daily fantasy sports with us. Make sure to use promo code DIRTY when you sign up. Once again, you will be competing against projections, not people. You can play all the great sports, which includes WNBA. This is true. They have all the sports on there. You can do your projections. So all first-time users, when you deposit and use promo code DIRTY, receive a 100% instant deposit match up to that $100. So you could do a little parlay tonight, a little double action on the NFL and a WNBA game. I don't know if the WNBA is playing tonight. If they're not, you guys know what I mean. So go ahead and do that now. Let's look at our picks. Now, we we have calls. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to kind of put the calls within our picks. Okay. That makes sense. Sure. Based on the teams that are playing. So tonight's game is Rams-Raiders. And the Rams just signed Baker Mayfield. You know, I talked about him last episode. Yes. Six and a half point Raiders spread. It is in LA. I don't know if Baker's going to play. I want to propose a question to you. Yes. And I had this conversation actually yesterday with Michael Majid, And I said, I'm going to bring this up to the on the dirty sports podcast. Better career for Baker Mayfield, his NFL, particularly his NFL career. Right. Or his commercial career.
2: Well, I'll say this. Because he won a playoff game. People, not just you, other people. I was never this guy, but not just you. I know you were, you were always a big fan of Baker's commercial career. You're like, he's pretty good. I've heard a lot of people say that. Um, I would say I've heard more people say, he's pretty good at commercials that he's pretty good at quarterback. So uh, I'm going to go commercial, better commercial career. I think so.
1: I think you're right. I think, I think he's had a better commercial career. Again, he's got that one playoff win. Now I said he was, I was all against the pick. If you remember. And then I said, Oh, maybe I was wrong. Now I think I'm right again. I was all against the pick. They were reaching at number one, but it's also well, a crapshoot
2: everybody I mean I I I would I don't think that there's I would argue there was never a moment where people who were against that pick were wrong okay because there was there was just always rumors that oh if you they didn't pick them the Jets would have picked them well I don't think that that's proof that that makes it right like uh I I don't think I still think if you if that was your guy, you could have done something else and still gotten him.
1: Yeah. So think about this: six and a half Raiders faves. They're going to have the home crowd. It's in L.A. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to play a call. I alluded to it earlier, referencing the Rams, where they are now, where their future is going to be, with how they played the Super Bowl run, as far as picks and everything they gave up.
4: What's up boys? Let's talk about the Rams. Could they have sold their soul for that title? Granted Rams fans or who call themselves Rams fans will always have that championship, Uh, but I think they are doomed for a number of years. There's even a rumor that Sean McVay is done after this year. Aaron Donald probably going to retire. Matthew Stafford probably going to retire. Uh, that is going to be a utter disaster of a rebuild uh can you think of any other super bowl winners that have uh, fallen off so bad uh i've gone back can't think of any but uh stay dirty boys
1: so yeah i was gonna say i can't i cannot think of any off the top of my head that have fallen off so quickly
2: well i mean no yeah, no team has has immediately been like I think the, the like this is historic like through 12 games or 13 games or whatever no defending Super Bowl champ has this bad a record or whatever. But um I mean the Eagles the Eagles won a Super Bowl and then kind of were a disaster for a few years. They've since fired their coach. Um they're back, but like you know th- th- i mean here's the thing and and this is what we the the reason it came up in the first place was we were talking about it with baseball this this is the huge difference between baseball and football is when you commit a ton of money in football you can dr- you can ruin your salary cap situation for years to come and that is what happened with the rams uh in their super bowl run giving away picks signing guys to deals um this was no one is shocked that this happened. This was being talked about even during this su- yeah. during their Super Bowl run is it's winner go home. Um but I would argue as I was arguing about the Padres, as I was arguing about my Mets. Um it, obviously a different sport but you're a you're the Los Angeles Rams. You were in your first season in SoFi Stadium with fans. You're in New City for, I guess, was four or five seasons at that point. No brainer. Yeah. Who gives a shit? You, with that, like, LA fans suck, generally. Like, there are definitely la fans who were on the rams last year are now are off the rams and will not think about football again until the rams are good again because la fans are so fucking they're they're it's just la fans are a pathetic fan base you see lakers flags out the top of the car you see king's flags at the top of the car when those teams are good when they're not no one does it i'm a mets fan when the Mets are bad, I throw on my hat and wear it around all baseball season. When the Mets are good, I throw on my hat and wear it around all baseball season. It's just the way it goes. That's real fandom. LA fans are not like that. But you, you started building a fan base with those great teams, and then the one that goes on and wins the Super Bowl, There's that you can't put a value on that.
1: Well, and that's my thing. So, So it's not just last year. You know, like I feel like, like it's almost like our memory is too short, guys. You know, they, 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 come to LA in 2016. The first season is just a complete disaster under Fisher. After that, everything's great. We're talking yeah. one, two, three, four, five, five years. They make the playoffs four of them. They make two Super Bowls. Like we're talking about a good five year run. If they suck for the next five years, they've just been good for five years. Yeah. Like, that's how but, I view th- it. But
2: it's such a long-term win when you win a Super Bowl. I I talked about these guys I met in the parking lot of the Giants-Cowboys game. They were a, they were a Cowboys podcast from Canada. And I asked them, I go, how did you guys even, you're, you live in like the middle of fucking Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan or whatever I go, how did you become Cowboys fans And then I answered for them I go, let me guess you guys were kids in the early 90s when the Cowboys were winning a bunch of Super Bowls and they're like, yep that's exactly it They were on TV all the time because they were winning Super Bowls and that's how we became a fan and, and and look at the look at Cowboys fandom there's there's tens of thousands of Cowboys fans who exist for that reason and that reason alone Cowboys sure. haven't won shit.
3: Yeah, it's true. So let's get to this pick. Six and a half Raiders favorites.
1: Wolford's questionable. The Rams Rams have like been hanging in games, man.
2: Uh, I'll go first on this one. Uh, Their quarterback, based on the, the single fact alone, that Baker Mayfield, who was picked up off of fucking waivers yesterday, might might play in this game. I'm going with the Raiders. I think the Raiders are trying to, they're playing for their coaching staff in a sense. They like this Raiders team is interesting because you, you you truly they've had, they've been playing good football as of late. And also they've, they've sort of played good football at moments throughout the whole season they lost a few games. Like this Raiders team, I believe is better than their record, and uh, I just I think that they win this game. And they I, I've gotten burned on the Rams the last two weeks,
1: and so you so you have, and the Rams have been good to me the last two weeks. Yeah, but I think that's like at some point, m- my take is I've taken two chances, or no, I, or no, actually I bet against the Rams, the Chiefs game, and then I bet, but I think at some point. That runs its course. And I think on a short week, quarterback situation is questionable. It's no, six and a half. Yeah. No Aaron yeah. Donald. I, I just, I could see a big blowout in this game. So I'm going to go Raiders as well. All right. Next up. Jets bills.
3: This game is up to 10 points. It's in Buffalo. I guess it opened at ten as well. This is a tough one, so
1: the Jets have been you know they win a game with Mike White. They throw fifty seven times last week with him. They lose a tough one. The bills seem to
3: maybe figure it out a little in New England.
1: Ten is a lot. I like the bills. I'm just, I'm not ready to go 10 points. I'm going Jets.
2: I'm also going Jets. I just think this is going to be a good game. The Bills probably win. Um. And the question of, do the Bills get a late touchdown and cover? Because I think this is going to be a good game. It may, it may be Bills from wire to wire, but I think that it being a division game, I think the Jets are in it in some capacity, the whole game. And hopefully, hopefully till the end and not like a late touchdown going away.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And, and and it's still here's the thing with the it's not like the Bills offense, they're still not just like racking up points and yards like they were. They're just not. All right, next up, Battle of Ohio. Browns, Bengals. What's the spread at? It's at five and a half right now. It opened I, at th- it opened at three and a half.
2: I love I love. The Bengals in this game. Everybody is interesting. Everybody is on, on the Battle of Ohio and, and Burroughs
1: never beat the Browns ever. Yeah. D- don't. He's 0 5, I think. I think he's 0 I, 5.
2: I just think, what are we really talking about here? That, like, I understand that, you know, the, it's the NFL and from week to week, whatever, but it's like the way. The Brown, the, the Bengals have been playing and putting it together. I just don't see the Browns keeping up offensively. And I don't even see the Browns with a strategy of running the ball and slowing this game down. I just, I just think that at some point this game gets away from them. I love the bang. I've loved the Bengals in this game since Monday. The, sp- the spread's gone up two points. I love the Bengals. V- Randy Ruther is probably driving his car off the road right now because I've jinxed them, (laughs) um, or his scooter, whatever he's driving off the road right now. Um, I've been on and off the Bengals as a team the whole year, but it's just like at some point, you know, they're playing such good football, and we're a week into Deshaun Watson coming back to the NFL. I mean, this seems to me... I'll say this, if the Bengals don't win this game in cover, it makes me question them a little bit more because everybody's like, the Bengals, the Bengals, the Bengals. The Bengals might be the second-best team in the AFC. The Bengals might go to the Super Bowl again. It's like, well, then come in, step on the neck of the team that's in your division. Joe Burrow's never been, I'm on the Bengals.
1: Well, before I make a pick, I'm going to play a call in reference to current Andy Ruther situation in the Bengals. Oh,
2: I'm so, glad this phone call was I'm glad this phone call was made, because let me say something. I feel like I know who this call is from there. I got a DM about you and your Bengals fandom. And I said, why are you DMing me? This should be a phone call on the dirty sports hotline.
1: Well, there's there's two calls. Yeah. I'll play them both. One, one half the call is for me. The other half is for you. This one is just straight fire coming at me hot.
3: Hey, boys, it's Gage, Minnesota
4: Dirtball, long-time listener. Just wanted to call to say I got some beef with Andy right now. He's uh, not committing to his Bengals fandom, and it's really frustrating because, you know, you're talking about all these weapons the Bengals have, and it's really – it's true. They, they, they're really stacked. And But, I mean, you're talking about some Maji Pirine, P- Like, bro – He's a fine player. He's in the NFL. He's been in the NFL for a while. But who the fuck is Samaji Pirine? He's fallen into the end zone three times because this team's stacked. And Joe Mixon's missing time. The only people that are sucking this guy off and talking about, oh, we've only got like one year left of Joe Burrow, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, and all this stacked team. And Samaji Pirine is a huge fucking Bengals fan. Andy, get over it. You're a bigger Bengals fan than Randy at this point. Come on, dog. Uh, Condoms are for your Bengals fandom. Get over it. Come on, man.
1: Whoa. Shots fired. All right. I'm going to explain myself. There's a few things since I heard this call. Uh, One, I'm watching them closer probably than I ever have in recent memory because I live tweet right? So I, here's the thing. I definitely am bringing bias in because like full disclosure, guys, when the bangles do well, I do well, right? Like my content does well, the planning, the ideas we have for the partnership do well. Don't shake your head. Let me finish. So that money talks so like there there's and that's the truth i am incentivized by like dude i want the Bengals to win this is good for me this is good for social this is good for all these things because now like it's not just social i'm going to do events involving the Bengals, so like all those things are happening so that helps also in the past i probably hedged way too hard because i was being stubborn right Concerning Samaje Piran, and I don't know why he's hung up on this Samaje Piran. He started the last three games with Joe Mixon out, concussion. I'm just going to read the stats. His last three games versus Joe Mixon's previous three games. Samaje Piran, 330 total yards, four touchdowns. Joe Mixon's previous three starting, 361 yards. Four total touchdowns. So there's a 31-yard difference in two touchdowns, which includes a five-touchdown Joe Mixon game. All I'm saying is he's legit. Like I I think he's not the starter. I would keep Joe Mixon the starter. He's back. It's a two-headed monster. All I'm saying is they are stacked. There is not a team as deep as the Bengals weapon-wise. But that all brings me to this, and this is before the call was even left. I was in Costco last night. And I saw some Bengals gear. And you know what? I just went
3: with my gut. Unreal. And for those
1: watching, I just put on a Bengals winter hat. For the first time, I think, since the Carson Palmer jersey or in that era, like 2005, 2010, I bought a piece of Bengals gear.
2: Now, I think let me let me speak on behalf of dirt balls everywhere and maybe your friends and family who you've who we've heard tales of you screaming at neighbors and whatever. Zach Taylor, Mike Brown, Eddie Dalton, all these things. I'm going to put it as simply as I can, Andy. There's nothing worse when it comes to sports fandom than a bandwagoner. Okay. And you, sir, when it comes to the Bengals, are the ultimate bandwagoner. I mean, the ultimate bandwagoner. You're from Cincy, you're a Bengals fan. You move to LA. You you continue to root for the Bengals. You go home. You watch a Bengals playoff game. They lose. You throw out your Carson Palmer jersey.
1: I still you throw, have it.
2: You throw your hands to the sky. You make a weird proclamation about you'll never root for this team. You didn't say as long as Andy Dalton's here, you didn't say as long as the coach is here. You said, as long as this guy's the owner, I'm not going to be a fan of this team. Then they, they get so bad. They get the first overall pick. They get a franchise changing quarterback and you show up to the back door with your bowl of your empty bowl,
1: man, have some
2: soup. Man, have some soup. <laughs> soup for a homeless fan. You immediately on the train.
1: Well, that's not true. Literally
2: on and off the bandwagon. That's wagon. not true. On and off the bandwagon.
1: That's the they made the Super Bowl last year. I I wasn't on the train. You you and I said this, and, and we and that's literally the title of an episode. You can't underestimate this partnership that I have. It'd be like a Miller Lite partnership you have with a team. I've been, I've been standing again. I, dude, I can go back to conversations I've had with I've, arguments, fights with my own family over the last twenty-five years of standing for Gold Star versus that other brand in this city. And they approach me and they say, "Hey, man, we want to work with you."
2: Well, listen, I've been, I've been standing Miller Lite. I've been saying, you go back to the kooks of comedy. I've been saying Miller Lite, the official sponsor of this finally they come around you don't see me wearing a cheese head i'm not a packers fan
1: yeah but they all but that's but that's that's a little different i I don't think that's the best analogy now it doesn't mean that i'm like die hard
2: you but you are but that's this is why this is why dirt balls have issue is suddenly you're the you, you, you're talking Bengals every show. You're, you're, you're They're one of the best teams the in the NFL. You're rooting the Bengals. You root it. We, we know, Andy, we know, we see it. You're a Bengals fan now. You're a Bengals fan.
1: Hold on a second. Hold on a second. And you got to answer this dead serious. Like, do you think if I'm not doing this where I'm not so involved with Bengals stuff again? every week where I'm so involved. Do you think it'd be where I'm at now?
2: Maybe not, but also you're back in Cincinnati and they're good. This started, this started long before gold star. We've all watched the gold star with the nail in the coffin to bring Andy Ruther back. But I mean, we haven't seen the Rams hat. When's the last time we saw the Rams hat? When's the last time we saw the Chargers hoodie?
1: I, I just wore, I do. That's the thing. I, this is the irony.
2: And also, and also the irony of the Rams are down. The chargers are down. Suddenly Andy Ruther. No, forget the, the investment in the chargers tickets. And I gave those up after. Yeah. And the, and the PSL and the Rams and McVeigh is in my bay. And they went and got a super bowl. I mean, the, we were just talking about the Rams and building a fan, but they got you your Super Bowl. You were off them before they were. You were for the Bengals in that Super Bowl.
1: Maybe I was deep down,
2: and it's okay. I and it, look, By the way, I, it's okay. I, I st- you are. You're a life. You were a lifelong Bengals fan. I think. I think what people. It, what What rubs people the wrong way is the absolute and and by the way, totally that- totally appropriate bailing on the Bengals when you did but the claim of not coming back until ownership changes or until they're really good or until they're really good.
1: Well, look, a lot has happened, right? And, and, you know, they always talk on these reality shows about their that journey B that,
2: on that hat is for bandwagon, Andy.
1: And that's fine. Uh, you know, they talk In about that.
2: Their- we've gone through, we've gone through many, we went through, old dent face. We had vanilla sky. We go all the way back to cream pie. Andy, you know, we, is that the nickname we should be bringing back cream pie? Andy? No, no, we're, we're, we're going band bandwagon, Andy, bandy, Andy.
1: And look, and that's fine. That's, that's completely fine. He's on you the know. Andy wagon. Like I said, this is my sports fandom is a wild journey. and, the funny part is I still, my, my neighbor said something the other day, I'm walking Roscoe and I'm wearing the chargers hoodie. And he's like, what dude? Cause, cause I still wear that all the time. And I st- and that's what, that's, what's funny is like, you're saying In fact, one day I was out there wearing, this was just last week, I'm wearing the chargers hoodie and the Rams winter hat. And my other name. So the first story is that neighbor, he knows that I do stuff for gold star and he's like diehard bangles. And he's like, Dude, I, I I don't I don't get it, man. Like you weren't a Chargers? No, I was like, oh, that's complicated. And then and then it happened again when my other neighbor's like, dude, you're in all this LA gear. And look, it is what it is. I bought the hat last night. I was like, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna buy a hat. It'd be nice to have a, a Bengals winter hat. I don't have any Bengals gear. I'm not going crazy. I do a lot of work for them. Not them, but you know. Associated with them. Look, I'm not out here getting tattoos like Randy Ruther. You can call me Bandy Andy. I, you know, I don't care. You got the you got the B on your hat. You
2: are Bandy Andy. All the shade, all the shade that's been thrown at Tug Coker all for these years, all is r- uh, yeah, random but, sports thing. Yeah, but I
1: joke. I, I, my shade is always in in good fun. And
2: like, a uh, a uh, you know, a Russell Wilson, Stan, Russell Wilson, bad off the Russell Wilson train. No one. He, he uh, no, I, I hope that the Russell Wilson hate train that I've been the conductor of for eight years rides by bandy, Andy, hopping old, on like an old, like an old hobo in the turn of the century. Hobo. Andy just grabs the rails, bandy, Andy hopping on the train. And then he's he's riding on the of uh, the Russ hate train. And then he sees the the Bengals train come by, hopping over. I mean, Bandy Andy is like you're the you're the Frogger of of fans. You're just hopping back and forth, avoiding yeah, but, getting hit by terrible teams and terrible players.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing. Again, the same thing with Russell Wilson. I'm gonna change my opinion. I hope I hope Russ turns it around for for the sake of maybe some bets I've made that he's a surefire Hall of Famer that I made in last year before this season. Look, I'm not I'm going to change my opinion. Like, I'm not going to Reds games right now. Uh, you, you know? We know, t- we
2: know. We know you're probably a Padres fan suddenly.
1: But also... You're like,
2: how much did the Astros really cheat? I'm like, bandy-handy, are there no lines you won't
1: cross? I value... I value owners that care about their fans, right? So that was always my issue with the Bengals, and they're they're making yeah
2: yeah and yet yes hold on hold on hold Hold on on. you took you took twenty five dollars in cash and you literally stuffed it right into Mike Brown's front pocket and you're like that's for you I'm gonna take this hat thank
1: you it's twelve dollars. It's Twelve dollars, get at Costco. It's a cheap hat. No, what I was going to say is, they've slowly but surely done things to make it better for fans, right? It's not all going to be perfect, and and you guys can all call me Bandy, and and that actually also make me laugh. It doesn't bother me, you know. the The Super Bowl this year is in Arizona. I don't know. Do do, do I go and and Justin and I hang out? Again, it's also good for my business when they do well. Call me a sellout. I've never I've never said I wasn't. I'll sell out for money at times. We all know that. Now, let's get to the actual pick. Five and a half is tough. You're on them. I, I'm leaning that way. At first, I wasn't this week. I was not leaning that way. But uh, I think... The, uh, my, my only concern was such an emotional game for the team. There's always a letdown usually, but I just think they're playing so well. And and yeah, I I mean, I might be the number one Joe Burrow, stand, Dude, he, Joe Burrow to me is greater than any sort of Mike Brown curse, Andy Ruther curse, Zach Taylor curse. I think he's that good. I really do. I think he is in a... League right below Patrick Mahomes. And I think he's real close. So I'll go with the Bengals to win and cover. You happy, Joe?
2: Yeah, kind of. But also, you know who's not happy? Justin Herbert, who remembers you talking about him this way. He remembers you being like, this is the guy. He's going to be the next thing. I, I still I got, think Justin Herbert's charters great. to the thing. And then they have a, you know, they have a terrible coach. They have a down year. They do get out of my bed. There's only room for one. I didn't say I pick quarterback in my bed. Justin
1: Herbert to win the MVP and for them to make the AFC championship. He's having a down year. He's also playing completely hurt. I'm realistic. I know we're doing a lot of jokes in here, but like realistically. He's playing completely hurt.
2: You're the you're the Leonardo DiCaprio of. Sports of football fans. Wherever the hot young one is, you they the, they they get they just get a little old, they get a little bad. You're like, get out of my house! <laughs> Certainly, there's got to be another hot young something around here. Russell Wilson, he's it, 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 it's like Russell Wilson is like a Leonardo DiCaprio girlfriend who turned 26. You're like, I will never speak to you again.
1: That's hilarious. It's funny you said My girlfriend literally just texted me a headline. Russell Wilson is officially in the doghouse after he and Ciara face off in carpool karaoke teaser. And
2: he's like, I'm not going to even read it or watch this article. Thanks, honey. But like, I'm off the Russell bandwagon.
1: I assume he, I'm not clicking on the link. I assume he's in the doghouse with his team. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We both are taking the Bengals. Let's move along. Battle of Texas, Texans, Cowboys in Dallas. Damn, the spread's gone up. Dallas is 17 point favorites. They opened at 14, Joe. So I'm up first. I, I just, it's a huge spread. It's an absolute monster spread. I just also don't know how the Texans can score. But God, that's a big
3: spread. I mean, it's,
2: wait, what is it now? It's
3: 17,
1: 17. It opened at 14. Yeesh. I watched that Texans game last week. A lot of it against the Browns. Cause I was curious how Deshaun Watson will play. Hey, they just can't score points, man. No, they cannot.
2: But, uh, okay, go ahead.
1: Is, is there some, it, is there an injury?
2: It, no, you, are you, you first
3: or I'm yeah. first? It, it's just
2: so big. Um, I mean Davis Mills is starting in. You know that.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. So he's back yeah. at the helm. Yeah. It's so big, and the Cowboys are killing teams. I don't care. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Texans. I can't believe I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go Texans.
2: So yeah, it's a tough one for me. Um, I don't know how many times I've gotten burned on the Texans this year. Seventeen.
1: I mean, they got won by eighteen. I mean, that's just.
2: I I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go on the Cowboys. This is a this is a we've we've had the same three picks to start. This will probably burn me. I don't love this. It is way too big, but also the thing about the Cowboys is um this is what the Cowboys do to their fans. Like you talk about you talk about Bandy Andy. This is this is how the Cowboys love to be Cowboys and rope in their fans. I like I I'm almost I'm almost getting more and more confident that the giants beat the Cowboys in a playoff game as they like continue to dominate shitty teams. Yeah. I wish that I wish that there was a chance for that to be a first round game. So sadly there isn't.
1: All right. Well, you'll take the boys. I'll take the Texans one o'clock. Kirk cousins is back. He's in Detroit. The lions are two point favorites.
2: Um, This is to me, I, I truly, I will truly say this. I do not understand this. This line was one to open. It didn't make any sense to me. The fact that it's gone up to two makes no sense to me. I have shit on Kirk Cousins and the Vikings nonstop. I've shit on the Lions nonstop. So we could say, oh, this is. You know, who knows what's gonna happen in this game. But to me, from from a straight up gambling standpoint, when the line opened, I said, I don't understand it. It's a division game. To me, it's so obvious that this is a where is the game being played? Detroit. Yeah. To me, this is so obviously a two-point Vikings line. Vikings favored by two should be. You know, it'd be five in Minnesota. It's two in here. I'm on the Vikings so fucking hard on this game. I love that there's even like a money line. I don't care about Kirk Cousins. I don't give a shit. Like, no, the, the, the idea that the lions are favored in a division game against a team that's significantly better than them record wise. No. Yeah. I don't care what Vegas, I don't care what game Vegas is playing.
1: Well, I, I seem to agree, especially with the Lions winning all those games in a row.
2: Wait, dude on Monday it was Lions one and you you were like, I don't know, Prano. I don't know. I think it is lions. Ly- I think you even said you were gonna pick the Lions. Well that's okay. Know what... You can cut – you can get cu- you can you can you get that B
1: could be bandy Andy and ball control Andy. Well, I, I don't know what I said Monday because I obviously don't remember, but the idea that the Lions are gonna keep winning. I'm I'm just going to hedge against that. The pendulum is going to swing back. And I know you want to get it, get a pick here, but no, maybe I was confused. Who knows? I'm going to go with the Vikings as well. All right. Moving right along. Jags, Texans. This one is in Tennessee.
2: Tennessee is only a tough week for the Texans to be playing the Cowboys and the, the Titans. You mean
1: Titans? Sorry. Okay. And I said it's in Tennessee. That should have made more sense. Okay. So the Titans are four-point favorites at home. I am going to take the Titans to win and cover against Jacksonville. Four.
2: I don't like four. I'll take I'll take the uh Jaguars to keep it close. I think this is a field goal game. I the Titans uh disappointingly unimpressive last weekend against the um Eagles. I think that the Titans win this game, but I think the four points I th- I think this is a Titans field goal win.
1: Okay. Well, I I I think they step it up I think after last week's game. I think uh I don't know. I think I think they Do you they think the well. Titans
2: do you think the Titans win a playoff game this year? Mm. They will they'll likely I mean they they're running away with the AFC South.
1: So they'd be a 4 seed
3: play either like a Bengals, Ravens, Jets, Dolphins. I'm going to say no
1: right now. Yeah. All right. Eagles against your Giants. This one is a Met Life Big spread, seven points. All right, you're first, but I already know what I'm going to do um
2: stuff i actually think the giants can keep this game close but i also could see it being like the cowboys game a close game all the way through and just not being able to hang on um i'm gonna
1: take the eagles to cover all right i'm gonna take the giants to cover oh man that's killer yeah that that was a no-brainer for me games i looked at All right, Ravens Steelers. This one's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's two and a half point favorites. Really? Now this opened Pittsburgh plus one. Wow. Obviously obviously Lamar's not playing.
3: Here's the thing. Like Tyler Huntley. Again, I don't think he's
2: that bad. Like. Did we get a call from our favorite? Matt Ryan hating Ravens slash Colts fan? No. Wow. He called like 40 times in one week earlier in the year. Remember when he was like, sorry, I know I couldn't fit that all in 39 calls. This is my 40th call. Now he's just off the radar. Do you think he's okay? Do we think he's sick?
1: Well, he probably listened to me and I said, I don't want any more calls about this situation.
2: Yeah, but the situation has changed. I don't think that I don't think he was listening to you, Andy. I think like so many of the dirt balls over the years. It's just like Bandy Andy. I think eventually Joe Preno was proven right and he jumped off the train and he hopped on the other hopped on the train going the other way.
1: Okay. So then
2: this train making stops at Russ is a hall of fame junction. And then he's like, I gotta get off this train. Where's that train going to?
1: I I love how I'm not allowed to change my opinion. And and for the record, I think Russ, Russell Wilson, for me, hall of famer, it's TBD right now. He went from guaranteed to like, dude, you've had such a bad year. You got to, you got to have two decent years to write the ship. I'm not saying Russ isn't a hall of famer. I'm saying, I don't, I don't know anymore. Back to this game because I'm up first. Again, this point spread has really just completely changed from Ravens one point favorite to Ravens two and a half point dogs. I mean, this is a if I'm the Ravens, then, you know this is a must win. Even though it's a tough division game, the Bengals are supposed to win. You do, you have the Bengals your last game of the year, but it's also in Cincinnati.
3: I'm going to go with the Ravens winning cover, man.
2: You think they win the game? Yeah. I'll go with the Steelers. I think the fact that it's in Pittsburgh, I think, you know, I'm not the world's biggest Mike Tomlin fan, <clears throat> but I think taking advantage of a backup quarterback, seeing seeing blood in the water, a chance to, you know, uh, upend the Ravens season. I think at this point, you're the you're the Steelers. You're trying to have growth and you're trying to play spoiler. Um, I, I hate that it's kind of two and a half. I loved it. I love this game as a, uh, Steelers money line pick, um, when the Ravens were favored, but that being said, that's sort of why I'm here. The, the game hasn't gone to three and a half. It hasn't gone to four. If you think the Steelers are going to win the game, how do you not pick them if it's only two and a half? So that's what I'm going to do. I hate this pick, but I, I'm also got to, I got to play some strategy here. My boy, Kenny pick it. Let's go.
1: All right. Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites. Am this I first? Yeah, this game started at seven. So it's moved two and a half points in favor of the Chiefs. Yeah,
2: this is a no brainer for me. The Broncos can't score. The Chiefs are coming off a loss. I agree. They're they're, they're going to get get it going.
1: Yeah. All right. We're both on the Chiefs there. All right. Bucks Niners in San Francisco. Niners at Brock Purdy starting. The Niners are three and a half point favorites, three and a half. So I literally went to sleep last game for the Bucks. They were down 16 to three. There was exactly seven minutes and three seconds left in the game. I literally said, this was the most boring game ever. I turned it off. It was about 10 45 Eastern time. Went up to bed, got on my phone in the morning. Couldn't believe it. I mean, the bucks, I, I just don't understand. They just cannot move the ball. They just can't. Like that, like that fluke win doesn't mean much to me. Then again, the Bucks, the Bucks D plays pretty good. Like they're gonna, they're not gonna give up many points. I just think I think Shanahan's too good of a coach. I don't think the Bucks get within three and a half. I think the the Niners win in cover.
2: I think this is an ugly game because the Bucks can't move the ball. The Bucks. These pretty good. The Niners have a third stringer playing. But the fact that it's in uh, San Francisco, I just think it's an ugly game. But I think it's, you know, 17-10, 17-13. 17-13, the, the Niners still cover. I got the
1: Niners to win and cover. All right. Panther Seahawks. In Washington, I don't know why the Seahawks are only three-and-a-half-point favorites. You're up first. I mean, I'm already obviously saying my pick, basically. Yeah, I also think the Seahawks cover. Okay. Panthers so Panthers going that way. Nah, I don't like it. All right, we're both going Seahawks. Uh, Sunday Night Football, Dolphins, Chargers. This is in LA SoFi Stadium, Miami's three and a half point favorites. All right, I'm up first. Chargers
3: like they stay in these games. I just they they can't score. Like, like they're too
2: they take too long to get going. I, I just I I'm going with the Dolphins. I just thank God. I need I mean at this point we were getting into serious ball control trouble. I'm gonna take the Chargers to cover. I just think the Sunday night football. This is a uh, – I feel like this is a good game. The the half-point hook, I'm going to go with the, the Chargers to at least keep it close.
1: All right, final game, Monday night. Another kind of stinker. Patriots at Cardinals. Pats are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you like? Well,
2: I like the Patriots. Uh, this Cardinals team, you know, not on Monday Night Football – I think Bill Belichick pulls out some stuff. Uh, I think we have a decided coaching advantage here. I really don't love, like, if this was a pick'em game, I'd feel a lot more comfortable about it. But I just don't see the Cardinals winning this game on Monday Night Football. And if I don't see them winning it, what is the one and a half matter?
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm going with the Patriots as
2: well. This could be the end of me this week. This could be the end of me because a couple a couple of the different picks I made are 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 simply playing the game and uh, I lost. I went down one last week. This could be the end for me. This could really be a make or break week for me. I need to pick up one or two games here to get to to keep it close. I think we only have four different picks. Maybe I had to go like three and
1: one. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right, that is our week 14 NFL picks. Give us a call 310-359-8365. We'll get to some more calls next episode, but I gotta get moving here. Follow us on social at the dirty sports. You can follow me at bandy andy. It's b-a-n-d-y. A-n-d-y. No. You can follow me at Andy Reuther.
2: You should change your Twitter name to Bandy Andy. The unfortunately, uh, Elon Musk won't let you.
1: Well, that's, I... only, that's only for verified people.
2: Oh, okay. Did you know that? I did not know that.
1: So what they're doing is they're, they're working. The problem is he says things and he doesn't go to his engineers. So what I read was you're going to be able to change that, but he whole like implement things or they'll say things. And it's like, yo, dude, we, we don't, we don't, we, we can't do this right now. So you're stuck with that until they change that.
2: And also, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, they're making a big deal out of Elon. What's different? But did you know that our friend Ethan over at James one of one is literally posting videos of Hitler and they're still up like a week later, like five days, later? just Hitler videos.
1: He's lost his mind. He's gotten crazy. He's
2: Hitler videos.
1: He's gotten crazy political. He 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 needs to stick to his bread and butter if I was running his account.
2: Well, his bread and butter is psycho Jesus freak stuff. So the idea that he's doing Hitler shit now is sort of his bread and butter. Isn't no, it? but like
1: like I'm looking at his Twitter right now, he's quote tweeting Times Man of the Year, which is the president of the Ukraine. And again, I don't know enough about it. So like I have no comment because I just don't care enough. But he's really adamant about the president of Ukraine, which did make me laugh. Like, to me, that's funny. Like, the Jameis one-of-one guy now is furious about the Times person of the year. Yeah. I actually want to take credit for our show. I think everything started to unravel when we put him on blast and he went beyond J- just posting Jameis stuff. And Jesus I, love, stuff.
2: I also, I, to me, the, just like the irony of the whole thing. So we have a Jameis Winston Stan, right. Who's also posting Hitler videos. <laughs> I don't know if any, I like, I, I, I don't want to spell it out for you guys here, but those things are in direct competition with each other. You're a, you're a fan of Hitler and Jameis Winston.
1: Well, what he did was he posted a Hitler montage using Kanye's music. And I've seen the montage. Is it still up? Oh yeah. It is. I don't see it. Yeah. It's up. Where is it?
2: I checked. I checked last night. I don't see it anymore. I promise it's there.
1: (laughs) The best part was that you texted randy and i and we started having conversations about something else and you're like whoa whoa, whoa. are you guys ignoring that he posted a video of hitler and i'm like "No, no 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 that's wild too but let's talk about some other wild things he's saying
2: yeah uh you can follow me on all social media at joe prano uh, I've got uh instagram i've got tiktok i've got a joe prano comedy page or you can follow me on twitter where i'm at fix your life aka joe prano plano texas 11 25 to 11 28 which i will be for the until i guess elon musk sells twitter um or until it goes out of business so follow me there um i've got shows coming up in and around los angeles will be down in uh Irvine next week for Comedy Juice at the Irvine Improv on Tuesday. We've got San Diego later in the month, a little bit before Christmas. I'll be in New York following our trip to Cincinnati for some shows the first week of January. I've got Las Vegas back at the Comedy Cellar in mid January. I've got Wilmington, North Carolina at Dead Crow Comedy Club at the end of January. All of those and more. JoePrano.com forward slash shows. Um, or again, on all social media. At Joe Prano, except for Twitter, where I'm at Joe Prano in Plano, Texas.
1: Okay, so it looks like he took the one Hitler video down, but he just tweeted last night at Ian Rappaport the same Twitter or the same Hitler video, and his caption is wild. His caption on the Hitler video is, Dennis Allen, after Jameis Winston broke his back and ruptured his tendon, And after Mark Ingram tore his MCL, I I don't understand the Hitler montage video.
2: Are the saints off this week? Saints have a bye. I guess so.
1: What's crazy is I know where he works. Allegedly, dude, you're posting pro Hitler videos that can get you fired. Yeah,
2: but that's why he's anonymous, Andy.
1: Oh, Ethan, you're not. You're not anonymous at all. All right, guys, that's our show. I gotta go watch some Bengals game film with Randy Ruther. We're gonna virtually watch it. Break down some things. I can take my lumps, Breno.
3: Bandy Andy.
1: I mean, you know, it's it's not everything you said was true. You know, there, there there's there's shades of truth. There's because always, shade, you
2: know, it's been, we've talked about it a lot, but we need, I feel like we need Tug Coker back on this show. His, his Cowboys are surging, but also so much. I mean, Tug has just, li- Tug is so white because he has lived in your shade for his sports fandom. I feel like he, what an opportunity to get Tug back on and be like, Andy is on once uh, uh, he's wearing a Bengals hat right now.
1: I'm going to bust out the Carson Palmer Jersey. I'm going to put a line through it and write Burrow so I don't have to buy a new one. All right, guys, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend. And as always, stay dirty.